Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jamblin! Yeah, you ain't ready right. for this. You ain't ready. That's right. Have a Eric. bowl of awesome O's and get ready. <laughs> Eric, Eric, war. What, what was it ever good for? Comics. That's right. Yeah. And action movies. Yeah. Violence. Blah, blah. Believe it. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be some good... Well, some good movie shit. Uh, <laughs> later on in the uh, later on in our episode, I'm going to review the top ten movies that didn't look good enough to watch in the theater last summer, so I waited for DVD. Mm-hmm. But first, we got to talk about Justice League War. That's right. Not just regular war, like caps lock on war. Yeah, Justice League War, and not so, over the last slice of pizza, Teen Titans. <laughs> no, so Justice League War... It's a DC film, just came out, DC animated, they always do great, great work, mm. and it basically follows the story of how the, how the Justice League first got together as of uh, New 52 yeah. universe. And this is where, like, in the New 52, when Justice League starts, none of the heroes really know each other, because they're all, like, relatively new you know, so it's like the the big thing in the in the in the beginning is Green Lantern sees Batman and he's like, "Whoa, Batman, you really exist!" You know, that's kind of like they're all. This is this is how they all come together on one fateful night. One night brings them together, right? And uh, and so we so we we get the heavy hitters. And uh, I read I I went back and read the uh, the comic series that this is based on immediately afterwards. Ah, so. So you have uh, you start out with Batman and the Green Lantern, then Flash is called in, then Superman joins the fight, then Wonder Woman and Shazam and Cyborg. Yeah, and all working, all working together. Yeah, and the only difference is in the comics, Aquaman was there and not Shazam, but they've changed it. Yeah, and I, I don't really know. Uh, I, know exactly I, don't know I know exactly why. I know exactly why. Why is it, dude? Because I was I was watching and thinking like, oh yeah, Shazam's kind of a douche in this one, but then again, so is everybody. Where's where where's my uh, my green fishnet wearing uh, Aquaman? Well, there was a there's a scene in the credits that explains exactly why they're setting up the next movie. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, I can't spill that right now, but right there is a mid credit scene you got to check that part out i didn't even stay long enough to watch like i just cut out <laughs> you know it hits the credits i'm done you know it's a cartoon they just don't have and mid credit scenes but then i read online that they did and i saw like a screen capture and i was like oh that makes perfect sense i mean that's basically all it was was like a screen cap it was like two frames of animation you know i i i was digging the credits uh the credit music so i just let it play oh <laughs> and that's that and all of a sudden it changed <laughs> Whoa, what is that? Sorry, I knocked the microphone right off. Sounds like you gave it some head there for a second. Really? You would not. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Okay. So, um, you know, it's uh, some people like the DC New 52, some people don't. Um, You know, I would say the interesting thing about this, you know, it's the origin, so they're all running into each other for the first time. And... uh, a couple uh, things that jump right out at, at you is the fact that um, some of the characters are a little bit different. Like Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, is typically, you know, like very, you know, duty, honor bound kind of guy. And in this one, uh, he's a total jackass. Oh, yeah. He's totally like 
Come on, guys, look at me. Yeah, you know, he's always like, I can do it. I'm awesome. I'm great. Yeah, like he definitely brags about being a universe cop and stuff. And he's very, <laughs> he's very high on himself. So you have to think he hasn't been Green Lantern that long, I guess, because you know he doesn't, he had, he hasn't had that sobering realization where he has to save a lot of people or something like that. Because he's just kind of like, I'm the best. I'm awesome. Stand back. I got this shit. So, um, you know, right. that, that was definitely different. And and conversely, the Flash is like the only guy with like a regular head on his shoulders. You know, like like um, you know, you, you go around and are introduced to all these different characters who um, like Cyborg. You know, this big origin story for Cyborg is the entire movie, uh, and you get to see like each character kind of like coming into this new superhero embedded culture for the first time. But then there's the Flash, and he's usually like the Joker of the group, but he's kind of like. I don't know. It's like like when all when when everybody is like piling on the main bad guy, the Flash is the only one to hurt him initially, and mm-hmm. the Flash is just like, "What do you need? I'm there. I'm cool." He's like he's like the guy that that's like hanging out in like the Justice League friend zone, you yeah. know, where like you know you can like rely on him, but like he's not like anything special. Yeah, it was weird to switch the comic relief role to the Green Lantern. Green Lantern is comic relief, even though mm-hmm. you know he's one of the heavy hitters he's always making the wisecrack and it and it, it was funny like he has to give like a big speech to unite everyone towards the end and totally fails and sucks at it and and it's funny and he doesn't uh i guess another thing that jumped out me is he calls someone else a douchebag oh dude throughout this entire movie i kept like saying like wait a what what the hell did what did he just say yeah i mean cyborg drops the big s-bomb towards the end of the movie and i was like oh, what Cyborg just said the S word. Yeah, regular swearing is okay, but when they, I was just very surprised when I forget who he who he called it. Maybe he called it Superman or something. But he called him Green Lantern and says the word douchebag, which was funny, but it's just still kind of like a weird moment. Um, yeah, I mean, it was edgy. Yeah, so it's it's a night. It's one big long night because Dark Side has decided to invade Earth, and so all his parademons are all over the place. And this movie is just one big fight scene, with a oh, little yeah, with mean, a little bit of "How you doing? Nice to meet you." In in a couple <laughs> little lulls of the battle, but it's basically just one big fight scene. One big fight scene peppered by scenes that are that are like weird. If you if you've not read the new Fifty Two, if you don't know that the characters are switched up and changed and gone in new directions, like it's weird to like. Um, one of the things that they teased long before this movie came out was the scene with Wonder Woman getting ice cream. Yeah, she, Wonder Woman is like a she loves to battle, and she's mm-hmm. also a very naive fish out of water. Mm-hmm. So they they kind of dumb her down, and she just lives to fight, and uh, and does just doesn't understand this world yet. So uh, she was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, like it was definitely like, it, like just like you said, like. A new kind of like a new start for this character, totally different than we've seen her before. I mean, like usually there's some one, there's some continuity of the character, mm-hmm. but that's just thrown straight out the window. And I think the biggest example is is I'm freaking awesome, Superman. Superman comes off as a dick in this yeah. one, and not really smart, and not really caring to be smart. He's just like, I got muscles. I felt like, you know, what this, you know, like, it was, you know, like, Justice League War shortened is like JL War, but it yeah. should have been JS War, because it, it was really Jersey Shore <laughs> War. It really was Jersey Shore. Like, all Superman cared about was getting his pump on, 
and uh, you know he's being kind of a dick. Someone else called him a douchebag, and then Wonder Woman was like the Snooky of the group, yeah, because she even she sees Superman for the first time, <laughs> and she's like. Whoa, you're strong. Whoa. And she's totally going to ditch her human boyfriend <laughs> for this guy. Like, just like Snooky. Snooky's like, yo, there's some juice head gorillas at the beach. Let's go get me one. <laughs> and as soon as Wonder Woman, she's just like, whoa, look at this juice head gorilla. And she just goes for him. So, oh, my God. Now, now that you've said that, it puts it all in perspective. When she's like, when she's like, yo, girl, check out this ice cream. Oh, my God. You should be so proud of this accomplishment, ice cream man. Ah, she's just an idiot. I mean, excuse me, I don't mean to make fun of idiots. She's just dumb. So maybe we should really call it Justice Shore. <laughs> Justice Shore, that's even better. <laughs> because it just kind of seemed like that. And then I enjoyed it, you know, but their interactions, you know, and like, uh, you know, Batman was trying to be uh, trying to be smart, but even he had like a, a silly little speech halfway through to another one. Like, you know, they had to have like a little dude meeting between Batman and Green Lantern. It was like, come on, bro, you got my back, bro. All right, I need you to get everyone else home. They're wasted, okay? I got to go get Vinny, but everyone else, you got to get home. So you unite them, bro, okay? You just tell them what you got to do. Get the, the cabs are here. Go get them in there. He's like, oh, oh okay, God. I got this. That's perfect. That's perfect because in that speech, he takes off his mask because Green Lantern's like, I don't trust you. I don't know you. Yeah. And he takes off his mask and he's like, hey, 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 hey. Yeah. I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah. He's on. like, who's Bruce Wayne? Uh, uh, my parents died. Come on, bro. You know me, and it's and they're just all mad because like Dark Side is just fucking crashed club. You know, <laughs> they were having a fun time. You know, Wonder Woman's ice cream falls down, and she's like, "The fuck!" And it's, I don't know. It's so it's weird because I've always like the movie itself is just one big fight scene, which is what I've always wanted. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. They just kill a lot of parademons over and over and over and over again. So it's like, it was really like a thousand and one ways to kill a parademon. Yes, with Wonder Woman being like the number one parademon killer. I mean, they must have taken a note from Avatar Legend of Korra because all the credits were in Korean and all the fight scenes were just incredible. I mean, like, realistically... Uh, in some way, like superhuman realism, I don't know what it is, but just like w- the scenes where Wonder Woman uses a sword and just destroys parademons for minutes on end is mm. just incredible. Well, and that was funny too. It's like everyone has superpowers, but just kind of like uh, Pacific Rim, the easiest way to kill a monster is just a good old fashioned sword. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just like cut them in half with your sword. Like, they're you know, like, all right, guys. Hey, hang on, hang on. They're, they're like, they're like the Matrix One. We use our fists. Matrix Two, we got swords. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, so the whole time they're just all kind of like you know bickering a little bit in between, just killing a lot of people. So, like I said, I I feel like this should have been my favorite one because it was just fighting. But since it was just fighting the demons over and over again, and there was no real mystery, you know, usually I like it when the superheroes have to solve some kind of mystery motive or something. But mm-hmm. they just kind of like at the very end, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Robot Man? <laughs> Cyborg. <laughs> hello, hello, I am Robot Man. Cy- I used to be a quarterback. Cyborg like accidentally <laughs> uh, like got a hold of one of Darkseid's emails and was like, "Oh shit, I know what's going on now. Hold on, hold on." Darkseid fucking updated his Facebook and it was like, "Yo, Totes destroying the world tonight's party," and he was like, <laughs> yeah. "Oh shit." Anyway, and then Cyborg sends an email back and he says, 
Hello, sir or madam. I am a Nigerian prince who has yeah. recently become a robot. Yeah, he totally spams Darkseid, and that's how he saves the day, basically. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was awesome. There was a big fight scene, but at the same time, like, not really much happened. Like, I wish I wish there had been a more fight scene with more people. I mean, Darkseid um, does fight at the end, and it was kind of interesting. Darkseid is, uh, like, fucking 40 feet tall in this version. Yeah. You see how big he was compared to, like, the, the heroes themselves? He was huge, and you know what's what's interesting was re- reading the comics afterwards. Was it's pretty much like the entire movie is pretty much word for freaking word and scene for scene, uh, straight out of the comic. Yeah, like definitely. it's what it's one of the most um, like like shot for shot, word for word uh, comic translations I've ever seen. Like there is pretty much zero liberties outside of the whole switching Shazam with Aquaman thing yeah i actually bought this comic because they offered me a deal for like it was like i don't know two bucks or something for the whole volume yeah and uh yeah it was pretty much what happened um i mean the the mystery that they could have thrown in with a they teased in the comics was that dark side wasn't there to like harvest the earth mm-hmm. you know and he was there looking for his daughter apparently because he uh he went to high school where she uh, would have been, uh, you know, getting in his car, and he's like, "Where the fuck is she? She at the mall? Fuck! I gotta go to the mall." It's just another drunken Jersey Shore hookup. <laughs> Sign of like, where's my drunk daughter? Yeah. Is she getting to, is she getting out with somebody? Better fucking not be. I was here 20 years ago at the shore, <laughs> and there was a chick that was just DTF, baby, and uh, <laughs> you know, now I gotta go figure it out. The one, the one, the one part in the movie where I literally like almost jumped out of my seat was um was all right so so the Jersey Shore the just <laughs> the Jer- the the Jersey Justice Shore, the Justice Shore yeah they're figuring out an amazing plan and Green Lantern's like I'm the leader let's let's just go mess him up and Wonder Woman's like yeah we'll stab his eyes out <laughs> yeah but I mean that was that was a really good idea stab your eyes out by the way the uh Green Lantern is definitely uh, the situation oh absolutely <laughs> But it was it was crazy. One of women's like, "Yar, a vest. Let's poke his eyes out." And I was like, "Man, five year old me, that was the plan." When I was watching like Spider Man on TV, I was like, "Just poke his eyes out, Spider Man. He can't get you if he can't see." They really should like poke everyone's eyes out <laughs> in superhero land. Like it's like you know all the superheroes are all afraid of like killing. Ah, oh, can't kill. And you know every time you put them in jail, they come back out. Just fucking mm-hmm. poke their eyes out. Let's see how many blind supervillains come back <laughs> to fight. You know. Like, let's see if the Joker can make it back out. There's, like, a legion of blind supervillains. Yeah, like, seriously, it's like, all right, we don't want to kill, and prison is not working, so let's just fucking take those eyeballs out, left and right. <laughs> You're, we're not killing you. You can come right back out, but, you know, it's just, uh, it's, you just can't fucking see anymore. No supervision. I want to <laughs> see the penguin with, like, uh, like a like a blind man's cane that like has like various weapons on it. Like, ha ha! It has various weapons, but he doesn't realize which ones he's activating. <laughs> so he just goes to scratch his ass and he shoots himself or something. I want to see him like, like, all right, like, 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 differentiate by like hearing the carnage what he has just pressed. Yeah. So anyway, um, uh, but but another, so when they actually. St- so spoiler alert: they stab out Darkseid's eyes. Well, it's not really a spoiler alert because that does happen in the comic. Yes, true, but like I couldn't believe it. Why? Well, right, so, and this is a big. This is another uh, difference between that and the comic. In the comic, uh, they just kind of like stab at his eye and kind of like you know like wing his face and get the eyeballs out. And I was like, okay, you'd hit his eyeball, fine. 
in the freaking movie, Darkseid is like, ah, because Wonder Woman stabbed him in the head with her sword and left it in. And he's like, ah, get this out of my head. Like, there's not much that, like, eyeball before there's brain. Mm -hmm. She definitely stabbed it past his eye into his, it's like buried up to the freaking hill into his head. Well, I feel like that happened in the comic, didn't it? Aquaman put his trident right in him. I mean, uh, I think it was like like barely. Oh, well. But like, but like Wonder Woman just kind of like you know like wings his eye and he's like, ah, oh, my freaking eye. And this one, she's like, I'm gonna leave the sword in you. We're like, don't don't get it out until I come back for it. Well, the cool thing is there really was no morality. So it's like it's funny. It's like you can't kill people, even if they're really evil people. But if they're aliens, fucking kill them, man. Go to town on aliens. <laughs> you know, Batman will never fucking kill the Joker. You know. But he has mm-hmm. no problem blowing up twenty parademons. Well, aliens are like the new robots. Aliens, you know, like... aliens have no rights, man. You lost your rights <laughs> the second you stepped out on Earth, you piece of shit. <laughs> you ain't going to court. We're just gonna kill you, sucker. What? Well, well, dude, it's like it's like pets in a in a burning building. It's like, well, who do you go for first, uh, Fluffy or Grandma? I'm just and saying it... the obvious choice is, you know, you got to go for the human. I just think it's funny because you know it's always this big morality thing that you know these supervillains will kill tons of people and then they just arrest them because they're like it's not our job to kill and stuff but in here they're like well you know these are aliens taking over the world so we just got to kill them we don't got time I mean, to handcuff them they're like you know there's like a lot of them and you know it'd just be like hard i liked it we <laughs> i mean i liked that they killed them and and you know and uh superman fucking kills a dude snaps his neck dude all right, so so you know, at at that moment, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like continuation of Man of Murder, aka Man of Steel, where he kills General Zod." Now he's killing people in the animated movie too. Yeah, I, f- I forget the name. It's like Dark Dark Side's uh, wizard right hand man. <laughs> I think that's his name. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like like he has a name. He he was even in the '80s Justice League cartoons. I don't even know. Wizard, wizard hand. He always, he, he always had a brown cloak on. You know, we can call him like he was like a Gargamelish kind of dude. I'm Wizard Brown. Like Wizard Brown, the right hand. Like in the '80s, it was always like him and Calabac were always the two that always helped Darkseid out. Right. Um, so I mean, so he is he's an actual character, and Superman's like, "Fuck you!" Next snap, boom, one punch, bro, one punch, and you're out. <laughs> so, uh, so that was cool. I mean, he's just like, you know what? You've been trying to kill me, and now you're dead. Life sucks. And uh, I was totally on top of it. So I was like, yeah, take that all you fucking babies out there that cried when Superman killed Zod in, the, in Man of Steel. And I'll deal with this one, too. See, I, I like, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, he just killed a dude. Fuck, yeah, super, super, I mean, super bro, basically. Yeah. Uh, but, but then afterwards, I was like, oh, wait, but then he was trying to kill uh, Batman. Nah, he was definitely, like, battling the influence of the blue Colgate gel device thing, so it probably wasn't him, oh, really. Superman. I mean, he could probably he probably get off for that charge. Superman is high on his strength, man. He just doesn't mm. give a fuck because he's just like, I'm, I'm fucking strong. Might makes right. You know, like I said, he was, he was beating up Green Lantern and Batman just for the fun of it, like a cat batting around a toy. And uh, he killed this guy. So I like him, man. He's like, I got a new attitude. (laughs) Killing dudes. I mean, that's like... So, I mean, like, old school. The old school is gone. It's abolished. It's out of here. It's gone forever. And so part of Superman's image makeover is something that he, you know, like, battled for years is, like, the old joke that he's, like, the Boy Scout that won't hurt anybody. And he, like... 
has to like psychologically hold himself back from using his full strength, yada 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 yada. Now he's just fucking killing people. Yeah, and they, they draw him so <laughs> jacked up. It's oh, yeah. ridiculous. Like way way more <laughs> jacked than the comic. He's like he's so beefy. It's like when like Trunks like levels up so much that like he's like it's like hard for him to like sit down his muscles are so big yeah he's so huge that if he took a shower and tried the towel off the towel would look like the size of a washcloth <laughs> it would look like the size of a napkin like his his cape is 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 not even big enough for the rest of his body his cape just looks tiny he's just he's just massive he's like five he-mans in one it's crazy and then as soon as wonder woman sees him she's like He's like, you got a boyfriend now? Yeah, yeah, right. And she says, she says it right in front of her boyfriend too. Yeah, dude, she does not give a crap. I told you, man. She's, you know, she trades. She's looking for those juice head gorillas. So she found one. So I mean, overall. Oh, and I, I will have to say, the, um, the first fifteen. It took me fifteen minutes to get used to the voice acting. So I'm not gonna go out and say the voice acting sucked. It was just a little weird. Like, it, it really took me a while. Like, they just don't sound uh, the way a lot of them typically sound. I'm not saying that's a good or a bad thing. But, like, Batman took me 15 minutes to get used to his voice. Like, oh, that's Batman now? All right. You know, let me get used to it. And, you know, Green Lantern, too, and stuff. Like, uh, it, t- it took me a little bit. You know, it's just it just seemed a little... My ears were hearing it, but it just didn't seem quite like the normal... Uh, voices you know the kind of voice that we're used to hearing those characters i hear you you know it's been a while since i've since yeah, at least a few months <laughs> since i've seen anything justice league but you know i i mean i i figured these are i guess i was thinking going in like all right these are the new versions of these characters they're gonna sound different i mean they certainly look different yeah i i really enjoyed the the, the actress for uh, wonder woman yeah she was great wonder woman was great superman yeah. superman i mean the he didn't have to do much because he just fucking beats people. So he didn't really need – he didn't have many lines. But, like, Batman really threw me off. So, uh, maybe we, I mean, it's hard to live up to Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Kevin Conroy is so amazing. But then the guy they replaced him in Young Justice, that's a fucking good Batman. And he was the same voice in, like, Under the Red Mask movie too. Mm-hmm. That's a great Batman. So this one, I feel, is does not come close to those two. It, you know, it's funny. It's like we've seen so many Batman over the years that I'm just kind of like over it. Like, yeah. okay, Batman, got it. Go yeah. moving on. Well, like, I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to hate on it. By the end of the movie, I was used to what everyone sounded like. But for the first 15 minutes, it just it was a little, you know, it tasted different. So I hear that. I hear that. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, overall, it was fun. But not my favorite uh, because even though it did have lots of mindless violence, which I thought I, I needed in my life, um it was uh, very repetitious, so it's still cool, and I still mm-hmm. uh, still enjoyed it. But I don't know, it's not not gonna be one of my favorites though. I don't think. You see, I, I think out of all the Justice League movies, uh, this is one that I would wa- definitely watch again. I mean, like it's got it's got everything you need for a cult classic that you can drink to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's got like, you know, lots of cheesy one-liners, lots of like, you know, like like we're talking about like Jersey Shore moments. Where you're just like, what the hell? Like, like the whole scene about ice cream was just kind of like nuts, and uh, and like Wonder Woman lassoing a dude was was totally like DC trying to silence some haters about Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's just a lot about it that's like, 
I don't know. It's very, it's very now, you know. Um, I mean, forcing Shazam down our throats, even though we don't give a crap about Shazam. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, I like, I, I enjoyed the movie as a whole. I thought the story was, you know, it's like pretty standard. Like, oh, this is the end of the world. It's the apocalypse. Yada yada yada. Mm. Uh, but like, it made me laugh in a lot of intentional and unintentional ways. Yeah, I always wonder with Shazam, like. You know, it's so weird that it's a 10-year-old that is Shazam. So, you know, that's always produces a quandary. Like, what happens when, like, hot chicks hit on him? Right. I mean, like, in the... He's not a man, but he looks like a man, but he's not a man. He's a 10-year-old boy, so... It's like, it would be like... He'd be like Tom Hanson, Hanson Big. Yeah. Where the woman, where the woman's like, "Can I stay over tonight?" And he's like, "Okay, but I get top." Yeah, <laughs> I know. You would, and you would think that since he's ten, he would be more scared, even though he he transforms into a big dude. You think he would like wet his pants a little bit when he saw like demons from hell <laughs> coming to attack. You think he'd be like, "Oh fuck!" You know, <laughs> even though he is a superhero, you still think you know a ten-year-old would be like, "Holy shit! I'm scared. I want my dad back." Yeah, I mean, like, Young Justice was great about showing that Shazam was, like, a little kid. And once everybody realized that he was a little kid, they're like, oh, I get it. That's why he's such an idiot. Yeah, I think, I feel like they should they should show more of that behind-the-scenes stuff. They'd be like, uh, you know, like, what the fuck was going on with the penguin? Oh, shit, sorry, Shazam's here. I mean, um, <laughs> I mean, the penguin was just a real butthole. <laughs> he's a doo-doo head, yeah. doo-doo head. Uh, Shazam, earmuffs. <laughs> Shazam, can you just go in the other room and go get some ice cream? The big kids got to talk here. The adults, you know, you just go sit at the, at the kids' table. Uh, you know. You're like, hey, look, Shazam, we got you a video game. Oh, sweet. Yeah, no, this, this is, you know, like, you know how they have, like, monitor duty at the watchtower? It's like monitor duty for Shazam. It's like, all right, it's Friday night. Who's staying home and watching Shazam? You know, it's like, oh, Martian Manhunter? Okay, cool. You got, uh. Like, oh, God, not again. Yeah. <laughs> you got Full House on DVD for him? Okay. That's cool. <laughs> oh man, be like Shazam, Shazam! You're playing way too much Minecraft, Shazam. You got to do your homework. <laughs> yeah, can't Shazam your way out of this one. Now, but in the movie, uh, Shazam was the worst character out of by by far. I was really feeling it for Cyborg because his dad is an, is like a dick. It's like the worst dad situation. And then he's like, Dad, you turned me into a monster. Are you gonna come to one of my football games? No. But then Shazam is just like he's way too slick for his own good, mm. you know. It's like 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 you said, like he's just this walking Mary Sue who comes in, who's like, "I'm the slick ten year old. I get away with everything." Ha ha ha. One. By the way, I'm a superhero without fear. Shazam. Man, I would totally use that. Like when that when that kid gets to college, you got to be Shazam in the bedroom, <laughs> or like the frat parties. You know, you're walking all of a sudden like Shazam. You're like, boom, muscles. Come here, ladies. <laughs> Boom. And then you can slip out and turn back into yourself in the morning. They don't even know who you are. They're like, oh, that's not the dude I laid. So oh, Wait, wait. Did, didn't he hit on Wonder Woman at one point? Yeah, I think maybe she did make some googly eyes at him. She and, she liked any any gorilla. Anyone with muscles, she was all over. I, I don't think she spoke one word to Batman or the Flash or Green Lantern the entire movie. She's no. just like, I'm not talking to you. Yeah, they weren't worth her time, man. They, they're not at the gym long <laughs> enough. But um, that was cool. But, oh, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, over, over, overall, it was it was a lot of fun. Definitely watch it. It's coming out pretty soon on DVD, Blu-ray, but it's digital right now. Yeah, ma'am. Um, so I have uh, I've got my top ten movies that didn't look good enough to watch in the theater last summer, so I okay. waited for DVD. 
So these were all okay. summer movies that came out. But now I saw 12 summer movies, but I can't catch them all. <laughs> so, you know, there was still a bunch of them that fell through the cracks. And uh, so, but I, I still wanted to see them eventually, but I didn't think they'd be good. So I waited to rent them at the Redbox for 99 cents. Mm, okay. So these are the top, these are 10 99 cent movies. And I'll just uh, go through them and tell you which ones I like the best and stuff. Okay. Hey, I've been, hey, I, I just want to put in a note that like this week, you'd be proud of me. I watched uh, four movies this week. Oh, shit. Nice, dude. Yeah, and they were all, like, from 2013 also, but they're not things that you would, like, rent on DVD. Hmm. Anyway, go ahead. Please go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, I did not watch After Earth. <laughs> okay, good. Neither. So we both passed on After Earth because everybody said how bad it was. Yeah, so... Um... After Earth, you know, I didn't see it at the theater, and you were not worth 99 cents at the DVD. I will wait until it's for free on HBO next year, if HBO even decides to air it. So, I mean, it's like, even though I knew, the, even though these are 10 movies that weren't good enough for me to watch at the theater, After Earth is mm-hmm. still not good enough. I mean, it start, I mean it's, it's basically Jaden Smith and a bunch of CG things. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, this is the guy who said on his Twitter account, most trees are blue. Uh, I don't want to watch the movie. Sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So here we go. Number ten. R.I.P.D. R.I.P.D. The, the like the trailer looked so good and so Men in Black ish. So how did how did? But everybody said it was a huge disappointment. Even the act. Even Jeff Bridges was like, "Yeah, sorry." Mm. You know, how did it turn out? It, you know, it's 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 too bad because when I saw this come out, everyone hated on it immediately, and I was like, "Come on, guys, give it a chance. This looks cool. You know, this is the kind of thing that Ryan Reynolds can do, kind of good. You know, kind of snarky and stuff. Jeff Bridges huh. looks cool. It's like, come on, this this you know, don't believe the negative hype. Well, I'm here. It's a comic. It's a comic book movie. I'm here to say, believe the negative hype. This fucking sucked so bad, oh, so no. hard. Ryan Reynolds, man. You know what? He's been making a lot of stinkers. I just think Aww. he, you know, he's got he's got this one mode, and it worked in the in the beginning when he came out, like the movie Waiting, you know, um, uh, you know, kind of Blade Three. You know, he's got this one character that just works for him, but it's the same character over and over again, and it's getting real old. And uh-huh. uh, so he sucked. The story sucked. The effects uh, were not that good. Uh, Jeff Bridges, the dude, was awesome. Good. He was perfect. As um, and uh, the guy, uh, uh, old uh, cop from the 1800s, or mm-hmm. old soldier, he was hilarious. He was so good, he saved the movie from being total destroyed terribleness. But uh, he was the only good part about it. So that's too. So bad. it did suck, and I went in hoping to enjoy it. Uh, number nine, Monsters University. Um, this is the uh, big summer animated movie that no is not getting any awards. Yeah, yeah, well, it's a comedy, and it's a prequel to a pre-existing thing, so you're not going to get any Oscars for that. Yeah, it just wasn't that good. Um, you know, it's Pixar, so you it's not bad. You know, you can mm-hmm. watch all the way through, but, you know, I mean, it's John Goodman and uh, Billy Crystal pretending to be college students. Right. And it's just, you know, it's got a little bit of a Revenge of the Nerds quality and a little competition and stuff, so you can sit through it. But there's no laugh out loud moments, and there's no real reason to watch it over and over again. But I mean, did it work as a kids' movie? It was okay. 
It's just there. I mean, it's doing a bunch of college stuff in the beginning, so, I mean, no kid would understand that, but it doesn't really matter, I guess. It's just, it's just there. Monsters, the original one, (laughs) the original one was, the original one was funny and had heart and stuff, and this one's just kind of like, I like all the different kinds of monsters. There's this monster in the library that's fucking cool. So the library monster was the best part, but I mean, overall, I was like, yeah, whatever, man. So. Yeah, well, they, the, uh, the last time I was in the Disney store, in like, November, they had like a ton of Monsters University toys that looked really cool. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that they're just peppered everywhere in this movie. Yeah. They're all over the place. But yeah, right. so not that good. Uh, number eight, Grown Ups 2. Why what would you why would you watch that movie? I told you I was, I was watching all these shitty summer movies that weren't good enough for the theater. So I'm watching Oh my god. I mean, you know, I'm these are, I'm fully admitting that most of these are shitty. Until you get down to, I like, mean, I, the one. <laughs> that's, like, the bottom... I mean, like, sorry. That's, to me, like, that's the bottom of the barrel. That is literally the bottom. I would watch After Earth before I would be forced to watch Grown Ups 2. Oh, and for the record, I also did not watch Smurfs 2. So oh, God. That, uh, oh, yeah, new bottom yeah, of the barrel. Exactly. That did not even... I didn't even <laughs> consider that for a moment. So, um, well, there'll be no Smurfs 2 on this top 10 list of shit. Phew. And it's weird calling it a top 10, because it's really bottom 10. So, we'll call it the bottom 10. All right, well... So, anyways, in the bottom ten, number eight, Grown Ups 2. Here's the thing. Um, Grown Ups 1, it's okay. Grown Ups 2, it's really not good at all. But you can tell, because it's an Adam Sandler movie, and he puts all his friends in it, you can tell that even though it's not a good movie, everyone's genuinely likes each other, and they're all genuinely having a good time. Hmm. So the plot is really thin, and no one cares, but he just puts so many of his friends in it. They have all these little bits you know they all kind of come like they're all like this whole town unites and it's adam sandler town and Mm. every person that lives in this town has a has a part of the movie and so even though it's not a good movie at all you can just tell that they had fun making it and it just kind of comes across and uh you know keeps it from being a total shit bomb just uh a partial flush i guess (laughs) it really is weird it's like you can't really hate on them because they're just all they seem like nice people that are having a good time it sucks but you just don't want to tell them you just don't have the heart. I don't have the heart to tell them that it sucks. They just seem like, uh, you know, the jokes really aren't that good or anything, but I don't know. They just, you know, he brings in all his friends from old Santa Live and old movies and stuff like that, and, and they all just kind of mm-hmm. pop up. And so it's kind of fun to see where they where they show up. Like, people from all of his former movies are in this, too, and stuff. And I don't know. It's just it's just kind of lighthearted, and it sucks, but it's like whatever, you know? Like, you know? I think... I. I think uh, we should change the name to what you've suggested. Change the name from Grown Ups 2 to Nice People Having a Good Time. Yeah, it's kind of like you go to someone's high school graduation party, and let's say it's a really shitty party, but you're still happy for them because they graduated. <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> like, I'm happy for you guys. You you had fun at this movie. It's really not good at all, but it made enough. You know, they're going to make a Grown Ups 3, I think. So. Oh, my God. You know, there was a couple funny moments, like uh, the Taylor Lautner guy's in it, and they kind of made fun of him, so that was kind of funny. So okay. and then Rob Schneider was not in it. He's the only one that didn't return. Ugh, and, why not? Well, there's some conflicting reports on this. They what? they said that Schneider was too busy because he was doing that sitcom that got canceled after five episodes, and he was like, "No, that's not true." Other people are saying that he big timed him and asked for more money. Uh, and they said, "Nah, fuck it, we're gonna replace you um, hmm. with Nick Swartzen," and huh. uh, which is a total upgrade. And then the last one is I saw them do a lot of press for Grown Ups 1. And whenever they did press, there's all five of them. You know, Kevin James, uh, David Spade, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, and Rob Schneider. Whenever mm-hmm. they did press, 
you should really let Adam Sandler answer the first question and then let the other ones kind of trickle down. And Rob Schneider would always jump in and would just dominate all the Q&A sessions and all the press I ever saw for this movie. Huh. He would always just come in and he would be making terrible jokes and stuff. And, you know, Sandler's too nice of a guy, so he wouldn't really do anything. And, and, and you could see it kind of made everyone uncomfortable. So I really think that, in my opinion, that's why he didn't do Grown Ups 2. Because he was just trying mm-hmm. to, like, jump back and, like, it's me. It's Rob. It's everyone's <laughs> 90s sidekick. Hello. But uh, I was just like, God, get the fuck off the screen, Rob Schneider. No one cares what you have to say about Grown Ups 1. We want to hear Sandler and then Chris Rock. And then maybe Kevin Spade or David Spade, maybe Kevin James. Rob Schneider, we don't even want to hear from you, okay? So right. but, Just come in, come in, say you can do it, and walk away. Yeah, so he jumped in, so I, that's my theory why he wasn't in Grown Ups too. But anyways, I've talked yeah. way too long about this. Number seven, the internship, a.k.a. Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn got together for Wedding Crashers 2, but now they're trying to intern at Google. Right. Um, Vince Vaughn... What he's good at in movies is giving kind of funny speeches. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he kind of has a funny way to get from point A to point B. It's you know, he's good at talking, but he talked way too damn much in this movie. Okay, way too much. You want to give a speech during Dodgeball the movie? That's cool, you know. But he was just giving speeches left and right, and he was trying to get it by on the strength of that, and uh, it was not very good at all. The only reason it's number seven. It's because the first minute of the movie is hysterical. Oh, yeah? He gives a little pep talk to Owen Wilson in the car before they go on a sales. They want to get pumped before this big sales push. And they blast some Alanis Morissette. And he was like, and Owen Wilson's like, what the fuck are you? This is not a pumped up song. He's like, no, don't tell me you're not going to sing the hook when you get to this part. And they just crank this Alanis and they start singing to it. And I was like, oh, this is kind of funny. And it got me kind of pumped, too. And that was funny. The rest of the movie sucks. So on the strength of that yeah. one joke, number seven. Wow, I watched the five-minute trailer to this. I think the last time I watched anything on Hulu, it's like, would you like to watch this five-minute trailer to this movie you'll never see? Or like watch these like three or four intermittent ads that will ruin your experience throughout. And I was like, ah, just give me the crappy five-minute trailer. Yeah. So I, I watched the five-minute trailer to a comedy, which is which is, means I'll never watch it. Because mm-hmm. all the best jokes are thrown in the trailer. And the whole time I was just like, I just do not care. I mean, it's cool that they shot it on campus at Google. That's cool. Yeah. I would watch it just for that. Yeah, it it sucked. Owen Wilson has lost his shine. Because yeah. Owen Wilson's doing the same stuff he does, too. Like, hey, hi. Oh, I'm going to play it cooler than Vince Vaughn. I'm going to try and get the girl to look sensitive and stuff. Like he does in tons of his movies. It's, yeah, sorry, dude. You know, your wedding crashers, no. is, it's over for you. So, yeah. um, so it's just kind of old. But, um. Vince Vaughn is slightly okay, but they just they just overdo it with them too much. So, number seven. Yeah. Number six, okay. the Wolverine. Dude, I watched the Wolverine. I feel like I have to say it like that because that's how, you know it's mainly Japan, and they all go the Wolverine. You know, they I think they only really say the Wolverine like once in the entire movie, like it's some kind of like I don't know, like dishonor to call him by like that name. Well, they, they like to call him Gaijin. They say that man, the mm-hmm. American, etc., etc. Oh well, maybe just in my head, I kept hearing him say it. But anyways, uh, the Wolverine. I skipped it because he's my least favorite X Men, and the whole movie's about him. And mm-hmm. X Men Origins Wolverine was not that good. This one, the preview, he fights ninjas. So I was like, oh sweet. Well, there's at least there's that part. But the movie's pretty thin. There's not much of a story. He's just really fucking bummed because it takes place after X Men Last Stand. 
And so mm-hmm. he was like, fuck, that movie sucked. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, where, where are we going here? And Jean Grey, who he killed in X-Men Last Stand, keeps showing up as a, as a, a Jean Grey ghost. And he's like, God, even dead you suck. And uh, just, I don't know, the movie's just kind of a downer and there wasn't a lot to it. He was just like, oh, it sucks being me. And um, it was very, very loosely put together. The way he's kind of jumps into a mission of protecting his girlfriend from the comics. <laughs> and um, <laughs> all the fight scenes were stupid because it's a fight scene with Wolverine is like when you're playing a video game and you can't get hurt. You know, yeah, it's you, like you're you're playing with the game genie on. Yeah, when you got the cheat code and you can't get hurt, you know how every battle's gonna end. You win. So every time Wolverine fights someone, you know, they're like, ah da 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 and they hit him and slice him and chop him up a zillion ways, and it doesn't hurt him, and then he eventually wears him down and kills them. So all now, all these well, fight well, scenes, even even though they're like in this movie they take away his healing power. Kind like, of that's that's the whole that's the whole thing, and like he's losing it more and more and more. Uh, until he's just like a like normal Norman uh towards the end. But he never is though, because even though he's losing his healing power, he still gets shot and stabbed like fifty times and doesn't die. So yes. even though he's losing it, he, he didn't lose enough to die. So clearly he still has it. And like every battle he gets in, he just gets cut and shot and cut and shot. And he's like, well, you know, you know how this ends, dude. Eventually, I'm gonna stab you with my claws. And so <laughs> even when he fights the ninjas and stuff, it's like whatever, man. Like. There's just no real tense moments. You just know how this ends. So I give them credit. There was one cool thing that Silver Samurai does at the mm-hmm. end of the movie that kind of was like, oh, cool, that was a neat twist. But aside from that, it's just like Wolverine wants to get put out of his misery. So did I when I was watching it. See, uh, I can't believe I knew this, but like, I, I actually like this movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was like... I don't know about like a comic book uh, movie, you know, uh, like how much of a good comic book movie it was, but I thought it was like your standard action movie and like the mystery about like, you know, like what's happening and who's behind this and who is the uh, the crazy blonde chick with like the weird venom powers. See, I knew she uh, was like what's her angle? See, and that's that's another thing that pissed me off. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I knew it was Viper, but it was so stupid. Every time they look at her, like she's the bad guy. <laughs> Clearly, every time you see her, she just gives you this look. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's a bitch. <laughs> you know, she just. I mean, yeah. she's wearing a T-shirt that says "bad guy" on it basically all the time. <laughs> she just walks like a bad guy. She smirks like a bad guy. You know, but every, every, everyone's like, "Oh fuck, she's a bad guy." I didn't know. Um, you know, it just it seems stupid like he just went there to say goodbye to a dying guy and then instead of leaving he's just like ah oh, fuck it i'm just gonna stick around and do stupid shit oh oh wait wait wait, wait. the bad guy or oh, what's we call it uh the dying old guy has like this japanese nickname for him like karibo or something it's an, and so they and so they call him that the whole movie yeah instead of wolverine i thought it meant monster or something but oh here's maybe this impacted how i enjoyed the movie did mm-hmm. you have subtitles english subtitles or when all the japanese people were talking um, it's not a hard I question. Forget. Is there any subtitles in your movie? Because I, I had no subtitles when I watched it. So there's a lot of Japanese conversing, and I had no idea what mm-hmm. they're saying. So maybe in the theater there was actually subtitles, but the uh, <laughs> ripped off movie that I watched uh, <laughs> didn't didn't have subtitles. So there's a lot of like Japanese conversations. That I had no fucking you know. I just had to just picture you know just by looking at you know what they were talking about. So I didn't know if. If someone else had subtitles, if it would uh, was more enjoyable, 
but I thought it was dumb. And, you know, he's just kind of, there was no real reason to do anything that he really did. And the thing is, all right, here's the number one plot hole, plot loop, whatever you want to call it. Did he, yeah. so he doesn't want his powers anymore or does he? Well, he, start, he starts out the movie like he does, no, 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 he, start, he starts the movie, the old man's like, hey man, transfer your powers to me, it'll be great. And the Wolverine's like, ah, go fuck yourself, old man, and kind of walks away. So in the beginning, before all the shenanigans, it seems like Wolverine's like, screw you, uh, I'm depressed, but I'm immortal, and I can live with that. See, I was wondering about that, because he was so sad, and he just wants to live alone like a, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi hermit kind of guy with no purpose in his life. And they always... And they, see, and see, everyone, I was, I was going to say Riddick from Riddick 2. Uh, but, I mean, you know, like, he has no purpose, and they talk to him, they're like, you, you're, you know... Your immortality is a curse. Does he actually think that? No, because he walks away from the old man, and like uh, when he goes to visit him, old man's like, "Hey, I could take your powers," and he's like, "I, I can't." What, he says like, "I came here to say goodbye," and walks away, and that's when the old guy bites it. Okay, because I mean they really try and play it up like he doesn't really give a shit anymore. And I was just thinking, in X Men: The Last Stand, they create a cure to take away your power. Mm-hmm. And they they outfitted it into guns, so there's literally like a zillion army soldiers all around the world that could shoot him and take away his power at any point. So if he was really depressed about living forever, he could just go anywhere. The post office probably has these guns now, and they could shoot him. I mean, well, he, he, I mean... Could, he could go back to the Battle of San Francisco and and uh, Rikers Island or whatever, and and. Uh, Sorry, Alcatraz, and he could just find all the uh, empty bullet casings of mutant stripping power from X Men: Last Stand. Like, he, if he doesn't want to have his power, he could easily not have it anymore because this is a X Men: Last Stand continuity movie. Well, I mean, yes, the continuity is there, a, a, but not really because, like, there's an after credit scene where uh, Charles Xavier, who died during X Men Three, shows up and he's like. Fucking retconned them back. Yeah. And Wolverine's like, what, fucking seriously? Magneto in a hat and you're back? And he's like, we're going to be in another movie. Hooray. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, this movie just, it wasn't that good for me. I mean, yeah. Like, even when he was fighting the ninjas, like, all right, ninjas. But at the same time, you know, like I said, if if you're fighting a dude that no matter what you do to him, even if you land the first 1,000 hits on him, he's still going to keep walking and he's going to hit you once and then he wins. So it just got old. I mean, at least in Ang Lee's uh, Hulk, do not go see that movie. Yeah. Uh, the army got wise to the Hulk really quick. Mm-hmm. And they were like, guess what, dudes? Foam guns. And they foamed the crap out of him and sealed him in a hallway for at least a little bit of time. Yeah, I thought ninjas were supposed to be smart. It's like, guess what? Wolverine needs air to breathe. So why don't you guys just fucking tear gas him? You know, everyone's like, yeah. oh, let's, let us stab the Wolverine. No, you can't stab him because he heals, bitch. Okay? Just fucking gas him. Just hit him with a smoke bomb, and he's out. You know? Some kind I of mean, gas grenade. You know, fucking drop him in water. He's made of adamantium. Fucker can't swim that well. Okay? He's going to sink. So throw him in the ocean. Tire him out. Like, it shouldn't be that hard to fuck up the Wolverine. God, you know, now they know. got me saying the in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh... Wonder Snooky needs to show up and be like, it's decided. We put out the Wolverine's eyes. Yeah, exactly. So, well, I mean, they're going to grow back eventually. <laughs> or, like, if his eyes are going to heal, 
Well, I guess you could really have some fun with them. You could just stick and leave the knife in there, so they couldn't really ever heal around it. So yeah, exactly. You need to kick him in the nuts a couple times. I'm just saying, like Wolverine, obviously he needs air, and that's it. It should be real easy in the comic books to kill or incapacitate Wolverine. Just remove well, the air. Well, I mean, you know, let's let's st- take a step back for a second. All the um, all the Viper had to do was to like kiss him a couple times and implant her little nanotech into him to suppress his healing factor. I mean, that was pretty good, you know, moving towards that goal. Yeah, I guess. I'm just saying. Just gas him. Just <laughs> not be hard. <laughs> just fucking gas that rodent. Yeah. So, number five, the Crudes. The Crudes. Oh, Nick Cage as a caveman. Nick Cage as a caveman, and that was probably their logline when they pitched this movie. <laughs> Nick Cage as caveman, and that's why I like it so much. I mean, it has a pretty good story. Mm-hmm. And there's some good character development, but I mean, goddamn, Nicholas Cage as a caveman. What do cavemen do? They freak out. <laughs> Nicholas Cage freaking out as a caveman. Love it. You got to look some shit up on YouTube. Hopefully, someone put all of Nick Cage's caveman freakouts together. It's so good. He doesn't even have to say English. He's like, oh, 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 oh. he's like, sounds like a half like a gorilla or something. So good. When Nick Cage is freaking out, and he does quite often in this movie, I'm just I'm rolling on the ground laughing. That's great. But I mean, well, good. Most of the story is about Emma Stone's caveman, the daughter, mm-hmm. cave woman, or whatever. So, and it's a it's a nice little story and stuff. But I mean, I was just in it for the cage. Sure. So he's hilarious as the, and I was like, I was not disappointed by his uh, his his voice acting. Great. Like he doesn't, you know, he's just Nicolas Cage. He doesn't try and sound different with his voice or anything like that uh ryan reynolds is also in this and he sucks in this because he just seems to suck a lot now that's too bad but um he wears an animal as a belt and the animal Mm -hmm. is still alive right like the flintstones yeah kind of like a yeah like a flintstone he has kind of like a sloth and the sloth just like wraps around his waist and clicks his hands together and and serves as a belt i kind of enjoyed that Mm. so i want a live animal belt yeah, I mean that'd be cool unless unless your animal belt like crapped all the time. Well, it crapped behind you. Okay, so it works. But yeah, Nicholas Cage just came in. Please, someone put a super. I mean, like YouTube already has cuts of Nicholas Cage freaking out or Nicholas Cage and the Wicker Man. Just do Nicholas Cage in the Crudes because it was funny. Word. I mean, like every other week, somebody bl- puts together like you know like some kind of clickbait post about uh, like top 10 Nick Cage freakouts yeah. like like every other week I mean like um, one of the maniacs just threw it up on her Facebook page and I was like yep 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 check 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 all yep. the freakouts great no he's got some good and crude ones all, all that stuff and actually the uh, that Wicker Man like the best of Wicker Man yeah uh, I was just watching um, uh, the Nostalgia Critic does a great review on the Wicker Man it's yeah. really good you should definitely check it out yeah and so stupid that I mean it really, I wish they could. They had an alternate ending. I wish. Well, I mean, obviously they had deleted and stuff. I wish the alternate ending was when Nicholas Cage realized that they took the bolts out of his gun and he put more bolts back in the gun. Because at the end they all surround him and he pulls out the gun and then one of them holds out her hands like I emptied the bullet, you know. And so there's no bolts in his gun, which he somehow couldn't tell because he's an idiot cop. But he's, it, the wor- he's the worst cop of all time. Yeah. I mean, you think he would have like grabbed him out of her hand? You know, and, like, stuck him back in his gun. Yeah, like, shit, I need bullets. Because still, no one else has a gun there. So, I mean, 
it would have been awesome if he has his gun and they're like, oh, bullets. He's like, ah, oh, bitch, I had more in my bag and I put them back in and just starts shooting people. It's like, I can't kill all of you, but I'm going to kill 12 of you. So who's it going to be? And that would have been awesome. He just mowed people down. Like he, He's like, I'm going to shoot children first. <laughs> Especially the bitch that led me back here when I was trying to rescue you. Fuck you. Boom. Fuck you. You're holding some bees. Fuck you. <laughs> So um, that would have been awesome. Uh, let's make this deleted seat happen. He's like, or alternate ending, you know. Oh, I actually do have bullets in my gun. Wait, wait, wait. Can we can we just make like an alternate, like a deleted scene movie where like uh, like an actual competent police officer goes to the island? Yeah. Like I want to see every scene, but with like a real policeman, or not not like a like realistic guy, but like somebody with like half a brain in their head. Yeah. Because, like, there, there's just so many moments in that movie, especially when it first gets to the island, and there's, like, the bleeding human-sized sack that's mm. slightly moving, and he's like, hey, huh, what's in the bag? Nothing. All right, good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it's, it's so dumb. All right, so anyways, number four, White House Down. We already talked about this at length before. You know, mm-hmm. it's an okay movie. So, number four on this list of ones I didn't see. Uh. Number three, and these last three are actually entertaining. So number three is Despicable Me 2. Ah, I gotta watch that yet. If you like Despicable Me 1, you will enjoy this one. I love those little minions. Those minions are hilarious, and they have more scenes this time. Sure. So it's fun. So I like it. And, you know, Pharrell just keeps singing that song in it. I'm so happy. (laughs) Pharrell's just got that liquid gold voice. He makes everything good. But uh, that's funny. Minions are cool. Go see it. Um, number two, Fast and Furious 6. Fast 6. That's right. I mean, Final Fantasy 6. I mean, Fast and Furious 6, you know, obviously we talked about how much, you know, we watched that over Christmas and stuff. It's good. You know what it is. It is what it is. It's the king of fast food. It ain't good for you. And well, <laughs> by the time you're done, you feel a little guilty about it. But that fat, greasy burger going down, it's enjoyable. Get what uh, you pay so for. Much- it's so much fun. Yeah. Especially, I mean, that scene in the end where they're like, the plane's taking off. Race the plane. Yeah, for the next 40 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> they're like, uh, tie it, we'll tie down the planes with fast cars. And we'll get some of the cars on the plane. I just, and then we'll have fight scenes on the cars attached to the plane. I just love how they solve every problem with cars. Yeah, it's great. It's like, ah, oh, shit. You know, it's like. <laughs> world world hunger we can we can do we can fix world hunger with cars how that's right just give me some bags of rice i'm gonna go fucking zoom across africa with my fast car <laughs> Wee! i mean these guys man i could just see them taking sats when they're in high school they're like fuck <laughs> this all i need is a car i can do whatever i want i'm just gonna steal tons of money i'm gonna open up they all want to open up their own garage their own mm-hmm. you know their own place and stuff and it's like no you don't you don't want to fucking do any work. You just want to steal money and just blow it on people. You don't want to. You don't want to have your garage. Are you fucking kidding me? But anyways, yeah. I mean, they're also, they're also bad decision makers. And uh, I would like to. Uh, I always like to picture that every Fast and Furious movie ends with uh, that they need a a second deleted scene clip or you know a mid scene uh, credits clip after credits yeah. where they're all in the hospital with whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> every single one of these guys should have neck braces on 
Especially the ones that jump from a moving tank to another car and Vin Diesel tackles <laughs> her in midair and they land on a, a third car and he saves her without snapping her neck or anything. Like They should just all be in, in neck braces. They get in these car crashes and, and somehow they're, they're totally fine. You know, I just, you know, Fast and Furious I mean, 7, neck braces. I mean, if, if anything, Vin Diesel snatching, snatching the girl out of the air and then smashing into a car with his body first. There shouldn't have been the conversation where she's like, how did you know that there would be a car to break her fall? Instead, it should have been just like, you died <laughs> saving me and I'm really messed up. Wendy's is the only one that doesn't need a neck brace because he doesn't have a neck. <laughs> he just has like a fold between the muscle <laughs> and his head. So he doesn't need one. But I mean, the rest of those guys, man, they got to be in oh, traction yeah. for months. You oh, need yeah. some neck braces, dudes. But, uh, you know, totally fun. And then number one, which uh, is the movie that I should have actually gone to see at the theaters was obviously World War Z. Um, you know, I did buy into the bad negative hype before when it came out. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, it was totally awesome. I liked it. It was cool. They're going to uh-huh. make a sequel. Not really sure what they're going to do for that one, but I like this one. And there's this uh, Israeli soldier woman in it mm-hmm. who I feel like steals the show. Like Brad Pitt's cool, but the Israeli woman uh, is, is cooler. So okay. I hope she makes it back. And speaking of... The, the woman who they cast from Fast and the Furious to be Wonder Woman in the DC movies, she right. actually was in real life an Israeli soldier. Well, you have, so, if you're born in Israel, you have to join the army when you come of age. Yeah, so she did two years and stuff. And so, like, she, you know, she's got some training. You know, she's got some, you know, some, physical, some physicality to her. I don't think, we, you know, it's not like some pushover chick that's never uh, gotten in a fight or anything. So when I, I hear that. I, I will say though that just because you're in the army doesn't mean that you're like gonna be in a firefight, ever. Well, I I understand that, but I'm saying whatever um, basic training they put her through, I'm sure it was difficult. Because okay. those 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 Israeli guys, man, they fucking know what to do. Yeah, they know too what time it is. Too bad she didn't uh, keep her uh, her Israeli army muscles, man. She's like a stick. Well, she says she's a slight frame, but I bet you she could drop and do push-ups right now. I mean, true. I can do push-ups. Yeah, not everyone can though, especially. I want to see her. I want to see her do a pull-up. Yeah, that's what I want to see. And I'm not talking huggies. Right. Oh, what if she can though? I mean, women can do pull-ups sometimes because they just weigh so much less. It's it's easier. But I just want to see it. Like that's like the true measure. Like if you can do like three pull-ups, that's like the bar. You mm. know what I mean? Like, like all right, you can do <laughs> one pull-up, sure. And you know, you, like you get onto the subway and you're a teenager and like. Ah, I could do a pull-up. Oh, I can just hang here. But if you could do, like, three straight pull-ups all the way up, all the way down, respect. Man, before I hurt my shoulder, I used to be good at pull-ups. I used to be able to do this one where um, it was on, like, a workout DVD where you have one hand on the bar and the other hand, you throw a washcloth over the bar and you hold the washcloth. Oh. And so, and you do pull-ups that way. So you've got one real arm and one just holding that one. I used to, I could do those. That's weird. Um there's another one called the so it was like corn on the corn cob or something where you go up <laughs> you go up chin above the bar then you move to your right move to your left and then move and go back down like huh. i used to be really good at them and then well, there's something wrong with my shoulder so pull-ups don't they, too many pull-ups probably it probably was because i hurt i i like worked out all that <laughs> summer and then at the end of the summer i hurt my shoulder like i just maxed it because i was doing like you know like 400 push-ups every day and stuff and then i just my shoulder's like fuck this <laughs> <laughs> and, then was, and then after that, I was like, I think I'm going to try running. And my knees were like, no. Uh. So, but anyway, so that was my top 10, you know, 
half of those were worth the 99 cents. One, one through five, six through ten. Probably wait till they're free. Word. Um, let's see. Uh, I I wanted to. I'm I'm a quarter way into a movie that's like a str- a string of uh, let's say a web series strung together called Mega Man Dies at the End. Nice. Which is actually it's, it's really funny. If you if you're into Mega Man, you gotta watch this. It's really good. Mega Man, Mega Man is looking for uh, for his lost sister role and um and he has to go on a bunch of missions killing off a bunch of uh, old school nintendo characters to get their powers to do it nice yeah dude and uh, did you see the um the powerpuff girls special yeah it was interesting they got all the voice actors from the original series except uh buttercup I th- yeah 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 but I I couldn't really tell Buttercup did much. not sound like Buttercup all the other ones was like oh yep those are the voice actresses and actors but Buttercup the little blue one did not sound like the other ones oh the green uh, you mean the green one oh sorry Bubbles is it is Bubbles the blue one who's the Bubbles blue one is, bl- Bubbles oh sorry Bubbles sorry Bubbles the what? blue one did what? not they sound the same they couldn't they couldn't get Tara Strong back I mean like she's not doing too much My Little Pony at this very second. Well, you need to look it up to see if I was wrong about this. All the other voice actresses and actors were the, the originals, except uh, Bubbles. She did not sound the same. Wow, I'm looking. I mean, like that's like that's like her signature role. Well, the best, you know, like that's her thing. Um, overall, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't anything great. You know, the animation was definitely different. Um, a little weird, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. The uh, the best part of Powerpuff Girls has always been Mojo Jojo, and he was in it, so that was you know, that was cool. I, f- I feel like he was okay in it, but it wasn't like a great. I just felt like here it is Powerpuff Girls ten years later. Nah, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I don't need any more Powerpuff Girls. It was like yeah. it was a nice little flashback and stuff, but they had their run. They were awesome back then. They came back now. Nah, I think that's. 2003 is where where we can leave them. <laughs> yeah, so so Tara Strong definitely voiced Bubbles. Well, she did. She fucking mailed that in. <laughs> no way, dude. She there, did not a... sound as uh, cute and squeaky as she used to. Well, it's like she's 10 years older. I mean, like every single after after I think like 20, uh, like your voice power decreases by like 80 percent each year. So your voice like. Yeah, like listen to like Michael Caine. I mean, even though he was like a smoker and everything. The, the, that um, that statistic you you just said by thirty we'd all be mute. <laughs> like, well, no, no wait, if, well think about it. If your voice power decreases by eighty percent, yeah, uh, every single year, then you're working with like less and less and less. I mean, I agree on that one. So maybe it's just that she just can't physically do that role anymore. I'm just saying the other ones flawlessly sounded like you were listening to an old school Powerpuff Girls cartoon. That was the only voice. That I didn't. It didn't sound like the original. So, I mean, I, I think Tara. I think Tara Strong's awesome. I mean, she does so many. You know, she's almost like the female Frank Welker at this point, minus the sound effects. So, I got nothing but love for her. I just when I listened to it, I was like, oh, they didn't get that one voice. Well, they they had they had bubbles. They had Buttercup. It just must be that you're 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 sensing that she has aged. Yeah. See, I felt I felt like like uh, like the mayor. At certain points, I was like, "Oh, you can kind of tell that is he can't exact that that it wasn't exactly the same, you know, like because the original Powerpuff Girls, 
they they did it like as a huge run and they did it all at one time mm-hmm. you know so it's like all right you're getting from like this year to this year all right. at once well, i mean that's you know, true it's, it's like it's got to be tough to even for an actor to slip back into a role you were in 15 years ago yeah people are going to notice the difference because you changed yeah i mean even frank welker when he finally reprised megatron's voice for transformers prime mm-hmm. I mean, it sounded barely like what he did in Transformers Generation 1. You know, it was 25 sure. years later. He just couldn't pull it off as well, you know, because mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a lot older now. So, like, even though you could you recognize it as Megatron, it didn't have the power in the same rasp that it used to. So Right. So, yeah, I guess there's that, too. Yeah, so all the th- all three Powerpuffs, like, they basically re- reunited the entire cast. Yeah. They were all there. It was okay, but it was just kind of like... If I had wanted Powerpuff Girls, I, I'd be better served by just watching a rerun of the original. I didn't really need this. Like, when I saw this, I was like, well, there's, they definitely don't need to do another Dexter's Lab episode. No, please or, not. Or uh, who the fuck, Johnny... Um, what, Johnny, Johnny Test? No, Johnny not Quest? Johnny. No, fuck you. Why would, I, why would I lump him in with Dexter and the Powerpuff Girls? What no, Johnny mean- am I talking about? Yo, you mean Samurai Jack. No, fucking Johnny. Because they're just redoing those. No, what are we talking about here? We're talking about that string, late 90s, early 2000s, Cartoon Network. Oh, Johnny Bravo. Thank you. Why would you think fucking Johnny Quest? Because you say Johnny, (laughs) I say Quest. No, Bravo. Yeah, Johnny Bravo does not need to come back. He was unsuccessful. Like, all all those three guys, Jandy Tartosovsky, Craig McCracken, and... um, Van Partable, they were like college roommates, and two out of three of them became like mega superstars in the cartoon industry and beyond. And one of them made Johnny Bravo. I'm just saying nowadays, maybe it's just because my tastes have changed too. Because right now, the fucking best, funniest cartoon out there is Regular Show. True. So fucking good. It's so good that maybe it made the new Powerpuff Girls special look bad. And by comparison, because I've just changed. <laughs> but all I gotta say is, everyone out there, regular show, still cranking out new episodes. Get on that shit. Whoa. The thing, the thing I didn't like about the new Powerpuff Girls special was that like they reassembled the old cast, and you know, like they had the spirit of the old Powerpuff Girls, but it was the episode was like a little too preachy, you know, and not enough like zany. You know, like, it wasn't like, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to sneak in something about playing video games too much. It was like, this is the video game episode, guys. Here it is. And uh, and then everything else was kind of like, you know, dressing. Well, what's the name of the mayor's assistant? Well, she's got the long legs and the hair, but you never see her face. Yeah, that's Miss Sarah Bellum. Okay. Wouldn't it, haha. Wouldn't it have been funny <laughs> if, like, they did classic Looney Tunes? Now, classic Looney Tunes, you see a chick from behind, and it starts at her ankles and goes all the way up, you know, like those horny mm-hmm. bastards from the 50 words. And then you get to the face, and it's this butt-ugly face, and like, I'm mad! You know, you're like, <laughs> because you know, the whole time your heart's beating out of your chest, and you turn into, like, a wolf face, and your tongue drops out of your mouth, and then you see that she's really fucking busted face. It would have been so mm-hmm. awesome if they finally showed Miss Cerebellum, and she just had a fucking gross butter face. You no fight, way, dude. Wouldn't it be hilarious if she she got the smoking bod this whole time, and then you see her face and just like hit by a truck or like <laughs> ten ugly sticks in a row? That would be hilarious. They should have finally like she parts her hair, 
and it just looks like fucking Slash from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> 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 They've got the same hairstyle. It's just she's a ginger. It was so funny. It was fucking Slash's face. And they just show her outside oh, like a, a church in the desert playing a guitar solo. The giant nose. Maybe Slash is like her, her older brother. That would have been awesome. <laughs> she fucking rocks the guitar too, and she's so ugly. And then that's why the camera never goes up higher because they're just like, ugh, just too gross. See, I, I felt, I felt like, I mean, it, it was the classic joke from Muppet Babies, but like maybe they're related. You know, maybe, maybe this is Nanny in another life. Now the mayor is so tiny. How many times do you think that dude walks between her legs underneath and just looks up underneath her skirt <laughs> and keeps going? He's like, oh, so sorry, but they're about I'm like, yeah, I'm short. Like, I, I bet you that perv looked up her skirt all the time. Well, well, dude, I mean, if you look at the design of the mayor, his nose is basically a dick. And he's <laughs> always obsessed with pickles. It's it's right there. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I really... Someone someone needs to Photoshop Slash's head and glorious hair onto Miss Cerebellum's <laughs> body. Just fucking make this happen. Photoshop. Let's do it, nerds. Come oh on. You know, that would be hilarious. So that's all I got for today. Ah, yeah, me too, dude. It's been a, it's been a good episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We're the Jumpman Podcast. We're a weekly video game slash comic slash movie slash whatever podcast. You can check us out uh, every week on RetroWareTV.com, Elder-Geek.com. Uh, we're on Stitcher Radio, RageQuickCast.com, and our home at the at jumpmanpodcast.com and I finished my Mortal Kombat Playground short story you can get the whole thing on ragequickcast.com right now you can watch you can look at individual chapters or there's just a, a master file with the whole story put together so check that out if you want also what? we got two uh, we have two Jumpman Podcast interns I'm looking for one more intern so mm-hmm. uh, pri- so messages on Facebook private messages on Facebook if you want to be the third intern and I'll pitch you uh what your intern duties would entail but we got two i just need one more hey two out of three in bed let's do it cool well uh i'll see you guys next week soup jump man engage i find your lack of faith disturbing one shall stand